Hi everyone. So, as we weren't able to perform in the theatre anymore due to the COVID-19 pandemic, the episodes from now on were recorded online and streamed. You can catch us every other Friday live at 8pm British time on the Bristol Improv Theatre's Twitch channel. The episodes will also be available on the Bitch YouTube channel a few days after the live shows. To find us, just search for the Bristol Improv Theatre, that's Bristol, B-R-I-S-T-O-L, in either Twitch or YouTube. You're listening to Cat Horsing Around, Part 1. Cue the music! Welcome to the Tales of Adventure podcast. We follow the amusing and often absurd adventures of Bagsy Badley, Trim Toscobble, the Reverend Hatchet, and Jeffrey Banjo, as they haphazardly muddle their way through a world full of magic, mystery, and mischief. Welcome to Tales of Adventure, Season 11, Episode 2. We're taking it from the top, but I... The all-knowing, omnipresent dungeon master, here represented by a small grey rectangle with my name in it. I'm not going to do the whole spiel from the top, because that's just now. a waste of time now. Oh, I've got a photo? Yeah, you've got a photo Sweet. of you drinking a cocktail. Perfect. That's how I want people to think of me. What's your vibe? Last time on Tales of Adventure, our heroes infiltrated a tower from the top and the bottom in search of a cow, inside which is a box, inside which is the heart of Lowblow Watkins, a hooded, cloaked figure who said that he was a fortune teller and everybody trusted him because why not? But they have found themselves faced with terrible opposition on the one floor of the tower. Bagsy Badley and Jeffrey Banjo are engaged in deadly combat with Ikfor the Awful, a demon of some deadliness. Bagsy has struck a terrible blow to one of his wings and cut it like half off, and Jeffrey has nicked his dagger and flirted with him a bit. One floor above that, Trim Toscobble was sneaking through a room full of horse-sized cats when suddenly she made a noise and they all jumped on her and clawed her nearly to death. She has only 30 hit points remaining out of an original 106. But don't worry, because Reverend Hatchet has burst onto the scene and, in an attempt to save Trim, turned into a small highland cow of his own. <laughs> we'll resume with Trim Toscobble's turn. Trim, you are buried underneath 12 horrible horse-sized cats in a room full of furniture, bookshelves, chests, tables... Dribbly candles. It's impossible to move without knocking something over that will make noise or do a shiny thing. Uh, what are you doing? You're nearly dead. Um. Well, my first reaction is going to be a hellish rebuke. And with the last creature that damaged me, we'll have to take a roll. Is that right? Uh, they would have to make a dexterity save. Dexterity save, save right. Uh, and if they fail, uh, they will take two dice, ten fire damage. Fire damage. Um, the cat has passed its dexterity save because ah. it's 
cats. They're, they're good dexterous, at bats. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Reverend Hatchet, from your perspective, it looks as though from the inside of this ball of angry, hissing, clawing, mewling cats, there's suddenly a very small explosion and a disappointed sound from Trim Toscobble. Ah. <laughs> I know but that sound. But you still have a normal action to take, Trim. Yeah. I'm going to try and leap and climb through the pile and jump onto the chandelier on the top of the ceiling and try and grab hold of it and keep out of paw's reach from the cats. Mm, that will require an athletics roll. That's uh, a mighty athletic you to do. Uh, are you good at athletics, Trim? I'm- I'm kind of, I've not really, um, no. Um, it's on strength, isn't it? I've got plus four on strength and it's on there, but I, I don't... Well, you're not even trained in athletics. I'm not proficient, really, in <laughs> athletics, no. I'm just really confident. Don't worry, the best of us aren't, Trim. Don't worry about it. Sometimes confidence your... is all you need. With but... your plus four bonus, you've rolled only a 13, which I'm going to say is not quite good enough to do a standing leap from underneath 12 horse-sized cats and grab a chandelier. Understood, understood. Uh, you have managed to fight your way clear to the top of the pile, though. So okay. now you could flee in the direction of what looks to be a small highland cow in the corner. Yeah, right. For my uh, dash, uh, I get an extra action, don't I? I'm going to dash over towards... The cow and just be like ah, cow. Hello. Well, you're easily able to get all the way across the room and indeed behind the cow, whose turn it is next. Reverend Hatchet, you are a small Highland cow. Oh, small a Highland cow may be, but if you have ever been near a Highland cow, I mean they are pure muscle, and I mean they've got some, they've got some horns on them. They've got a, they've got a, they've got a glint. So. Um, I'm going to I'm going to charge and I'm going to gore the bejesus out of some horse cats. I'm just going to right, You're just going to bite in the spray into melee. I mean, right into the pile. I'm going to get a kind of a double horned like like slump. Try and see how many I can skewer for a, maybe a, a kind of a cat horse barbecue later. A cat horse barbecue. Why would you eat cat? People don't eat cats or horses at barbecue. People did accidentally uh, for a time. 2016, am I right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it relevant. Keeping those references up to date. Yeah. Uh, well, with a mighty roll of 19, just short of an actual 20, you do indeed trample one of the horse cats brutally. It's gored upon your horns and then falls beneath your tiny highland hooves. And it takes 17 damage, which almost kills it, but not quite. How many uh, hit points do the uh, cat horses have? I'm not obliged to tell you. Are you not? Oh, okay, thank you. Uh, so I won't, because as it's been previously established, I hate you and I want you to die. <laughs> <laughs> this is- I will say, though, that that horse cat has been squished beneath the hooves of an angry highland cow, and it looks very sorry for itself, and it's letting out a pitiful high-pitched mewling. Can we hear that? Uh, it certainly can. It sounds a bit like this. It's not having a good time, this cat. Uh, However, unfortunately for that small highland cow, 11 other angry hippocatamuses, because that is what the proper name is for a horse-cat hybrid, turn upon you and they lash out with their claws. Uh, Oh, shit. Nope. 
Most of them have missed. Nice. That is that is implausibly bad roll. Only three of them managed to lay a claw upon the somehow incredibly nimble and hard to hit Highland cow. And what? Rolled like all ones and twos for damage. <laughs> Always underestimating their Highland cows, man. That's why you take fourteen damage, which is not too bad. How many hit points does a Highland cow have anyway? I'm going to argue. I mean, a lot. They're they're stocky, very stoic. Uh, Highland cow is going to be pretty pretty tough to take down. Twenty two is is what it says on the internet. Uh, God, how much does that leave you with? I've completely forgotten how much damage I said. Uh, you said one damage. Mm, I had that. I had 14. It was 14, thank you. <laughs> uh, that leaves uh, Reverend Hatchet the Cow with eight hit points. Oh. Loads. Meanwhile, downstairs in the ritual chamber, in a room with a floor covered in arcane sigils in a loose circle and all kinds of candles, you know, the drippy kind that are kind of like all guttering and and walls covered in intricately detailed tapestries in strange colours of thread. Jeffrey Banjo, you are standing, well, in fact, you are lying on the floor in between the legs of a large demon who, as previously established, has no genitals. It's just smooth down there like an action man. In one hand, you clasp the silver dagger that Loblo Watkins told you was the only way to kill this demon, and only when wielded by one pure of hearts, which basically means you in this group. Your other hand is still lingering gently on the demon's thigh, and he's looking down at you with a sort of like awkward, flirty look in his eye. Uh, it's your turn. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, I, re- I remember I did the... Um... Do I get the impression that he's still under the effects of Modify Memory? Uh, yeah, he's... Well, I mean, um, before you cast Modify Memory on him, he was in a fight, and uh, when you cast Modify Memory on him, you made him think that you were at a party? Is that right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we had a party, we bonded, it was great time, basically. Yeah, he, he's not looking at you like an enemy. He's looking at you like someone he's just had a nice party with and now you've put your hand on his thigh. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but he's not noticed He's not noticed that I've um, taken the dagger, though. Apparently not. Okay, I'm going to remove my hand uh, from his thigh and be like, hey, hey, uh, Ichthor, probably not the time. Probably uh, probably something else that we uh, we we need to deal with uh, first, you know, of that kind of thing. I'm, I'm hearing there's a lot of commotion upstairs. Maybe, maybe but we Jeffrey, need to that out. And I'm stopped Jeffrey, there's, there's no time like the present. And he bends down and he extends one uncomfortably long arm and puts his huge, lengthy-fingered and taloned claw on your thigh and winks at you. Okay, is he? Is he? How close is his chest right now? Oh, you know, reasonably. Like at the end of his arm, his arm is like two meters long. Because is so it close enough, basically, apparently. for me? Yeah, uh, I mean, two meters away. <laughs> come on, Nick. Thought, but also. Uh, is it close enough for me to stab with the You dagger? have to jump up, but you could try to stab him, yes. Uh, I'm going to pretend that I'm going in for a hug and actually stab this evil demon thing because <laughs> I'm pure of heart. Like, That's so horrible, Jeffrey. Oh, 
worry about it. He thought he was guessing and, and then, his life was love. And then I'm going to stabby stab him. Well, okay, so that's that's going to require a deception roll first, okay. uh, which you've got a plus fifteen, which is stupid. I'm just going to say it's stupid as okay. ahead of time. So that's a that's a twenty six. So obviously, nice. Uh, you succeed. He goes in for the hug, uh, and then you stab. Yes. Um, it's worth saying at this point that you are really bad at stabbing things. Um, okay. I'm okay. My dexterity is like, not that bad. Yeah. I'm trying to do it sneakily as well. Like, is it sort of sleight of hand, maybe? It's not sleight. Listen, sleight of hand <laughs> is like stealing someone's watch. Okay. Or like, uh, yeah, like picking their pocket. Or okay. maybe like drawing something on someone's face while they're asleep. Ooh, uh, what this is, is just murder. Suggestion. With a, a roll of four on the dice. Oof. Oh, um, I'm feeling quite. You lucky, have absolutely. Though. You have. Oh. That means I have to re-roll. Uh, with a roll of seven on the oh, dice. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, plus your proficiency bonus and your dexterity modifier. That's only fifteen, and his armor class is better than that. Oh crap! Um, can I? Um... Uh, even though that's far, can I push him forward to maybe land on the dagger? So that... Well, we're, hang on. We're, it's going to be your turn next. Oh, okay. But Jeffrey, uh, Jeffrey has tried to stab this guy in the chest and failed. Uh, can which... I try and style it out and be like, oh, 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 sorry, oh, I just I tripped. We'll we'll leave the styling for next turn. For, okay. for now, rest assured that your attempted stab has apparently just buried. The dagger in his manly chest hair. Okay. And it's just, it's just, it's thick enough and luxurious enough to block the blow entirely. Okay. At least when wielded by your puny arms. Uh, Bagsy Badly, Jeffrey has been pulled into a hug. Yeah. So what my plan is, is to push him over onto Jeffrey so that the knife goes into his heart, crushing him and Jeffrey a little bit, but I'm sure Jeffrey will be fine. Uh, okay. <laughs> Oh, and oh, behind, I'm behind him as well, so he's not expecting it. Uh, he is not. Uh, you've actually, well, you rolled a 19 and he rolled a 4 before even <laughs> considering the fact that you're ridiculously strong. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. You did even better than Jeffrey's perception roll. You push and then they topple for a moment. And then they tumble down and fall, and there is sort of like a, sort of like a thud and a stab sound crushed together. Ugh. Normally, at this point during the show, I'd ask the audience to make it, uh, but I'm going to ask you to make it instead, Bagsy. Uh, what noise am I doing? <laughs> uh, a stab combined with a thud of something hitting the floor. Okay. <laughs> is that what you think stabs sound like? <laughs> Every time I've done it. <laughs> You've been stabbing people with whoopee cushions this entire time. Sure, yeah. Jeffrey, uh, the mm. demon lands on top of you with a thud. <laughs> and you take one point of damage. Okay. In a suspiciously easy roll for you. You got <laughs> off lightly. The demon, however, quivers and shakes as the dagger does finally sink through his chest hair and into his body. He shakes and he quivers 
and he jerks around, his limbs flying all over the place. Jeffrey, it's well, there's a there's a huge guy on top of you fumbling around with very little coordination. Just after you touched each other's thighs, it's weirdly reminiscent of something that you have no previous experience with. <laughs> Meanwhile, upstairs, Trim Toscobble, you have escaped from underneath twelve angry horse cats, but now your friend, Reverend Hatchet, in the shape of a cow, is surrounded by twelve angry horse cats. There's no. strange bits and pieces of treasure being knocked all over the place as the chest is knocked onto its side and the lid flies open. Strange nice. objects tumble out into the room around you. That sounds nice. Um, uh, gonna... a, a, a collection of books that all seem to be about totally unethical goat farming tumble <laughs> across the floor in front of you. I like the cool oh, and one solid gold coin rolls gently towards your feet and taps against your boot before falling over. That feels nice. I um, I pick up the coin and I throw it far away the other side of the room and I'm like, hey, kitty, kitty, kitties, and I like, throw it across the room, thinking hopefully they will run after it. A ploy. A, a, a plan, a, a trick. It's a ploy. It's a, it's a trickster. I'm a, I'm a, do I have to do any, like, a... I don't know, like deception. Like I try and convince the cats that it's a, a toy or something. I don't know. I feel like this would be animal handling, which you're really oh, bad no. at. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> uh, you've rolled the four. Well, with the, a minus the, the, one. <laughs> yeah, the cats have noticed you. Um, the coin bounces off the far wall, and the cat's eyes follow it all together, and it bounces to the floor. Bounces off the floor and across the path of Reverend Hatchet in cow form. It rolls round the side of the chest of books spilled onto the floor and it lands at your feet. Oh. And all of the nice. cats look up at you. Um, is there a trap door? Is, is the trap door near, near me? Am I on standing on top of it? It's just behind you. Just behind you? It's just me. behind you, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to be like... Cow! Because I don't know that this is Reverend Hatchet. I think it's just a cow. Um, oh, no, what if you think it's the cow we've come to kill? <laughs> I might think it's the cow we've come to kill. Oh, shoot. Um, I'm going to be like, cow! Because I think we need to stab the cow specifically. Jeffrey has to do it. So, um, cow, come this way, run! And I'm going to open the trap door and be like, this way, this way! So I'm trying to get uh, the cow to come this way. Maybe by clarify. Uh, while I applaud the lack of metagaming it takes for you to realise that you may not know that this cow is Reverend Hatchet, mm. do you just assume that cows can understand you when you say things to them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, the, you, it's, it's, it's the right assumption to make. This cow can understand you when you say things to it. Um, oh, would I know that? With my animal handling skills, probably not. I think I just shout at the cow... Anyway, just because I think it's like, well, we need to kill it. So I, I'm desperately trying to get it over. Cow hatchet. <laughs> Trim is yelling at you from over by the trapdoor. Is that the trap The trapdoor going up or the trapdoor going down? down. The trapdoor going down. Okay, well, well, I know. Hang on, am I still on a pile of cats? Uh, you are in the midst of 
a lot of cats who are all looking at Trim, very kind of like cross between angry and hungrily. And you're surrounded by a litter of objects that have been knocked off of tables and out of boxes. There's a, a metronome. There's a coil of rope. Uh, there's a, a weirdly, there is a cup of tea that somehow has not been spilled in the hullabaloo. Nice. <laughs> I'm sure we can fix that because if I'm right in the middle of a pile of cats, I've got another spell which might work quite well. If I'm, if I'm a cat, uh, if I, I'm sorry, if I'm a cow, uh, I can drop polymorph and cast another spell. You certainly can. <laughs> in that case, um, with a with a, a bellowing. I'll stop concentrating on polymorph, uh, pop back into my normal kind of little veggie form, and then cast Thunder Wave at maybe a fifth. Why, why not? As a fifth level spell. As a fifth level spell? Yeah. Am I going to get hit in that? Really? <laughs> Trim's not going to do well from that. No, Trim. No, Trim. You're not in. You're not amongst the cats. You will be fine. Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, it's a radius thing. Okay, good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. So, as a fifth level spell, uh, each cat is going to have to make a Constitution saving throw, which cats are not good at. Uh, and if they fail, they're going to be blown across the room and take a lot of thunder. Uh oh. Uh, what is your spell CTC, Reverend Hatchet? Seventeen. Oh, fuck. I'm bloody great at spells, me. Every single cat has failed, which means that they're all going to take 68 thunder damage. How much HP do cats have normally? Oh, they're not cats, Uh, are they horse cats? They're horse horse cats. cats. Is it just horses and cats smushed together? Yeah, a hippocatmus, did you say? Cat hit points and horse hit points. Okay, so the cats take 34 damage each. Damn. Um, but how many ha- hit points the cats had each was 20. Yay! Uh, so rather than uh, a dozen cats being flung across the room, instead, uh, the other wall of the room, just between just the wall on the other side of you and the cats, is suddenly coated with a thin layer of horse cat paste. Oh. I cannot explain how happy I am right now. (laughs) As there's a thunderous boom that rocks the very tower, seemingly to its foundations. You can hear it even downstairs in the ritual chamber. Jeffrey Banjo, you're underneath a violently thrashing demon who you think you've maybe just stabbed in the heart, but it depends whether him falling over onto the knife was cheating. Who knows? What are you doing? Um, I'm, I, uh, I, I'm. Wiggle it in, Ma. <laughs> Wiggle it in. Yeah, I am actually. Yeah, I'm gonna commit. Uh, I'm gonna commit and just keep trying to wiggle the knife in. Well, you wiggle and you jiggle, and you maybe kind of like twist it a little bit. Is that mean? Too mean? Is that like a too mean for pure of heart kind of a thing? It's not clear. But what is clear, that suddenly 
There's a, a bright white glow bursts from the demon's chest where you're stabbing it with the dagger. It's quite hard to see because your face is mostly just full of like the demon's kind of like neck. Okay. Because you're like, because he's taller than you and he's like sure. collapsed on top of you. So you've got mostly just, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a surprisingly hairy neck. Ooh, neck hair, solid. But there's uh, this burst of white light and the demon seems to explode from the inside until there's nothing left of him but a few wisps of black vapour and a voice that slowly curses you as it fades gradually away. You daft buggers, I cursed you. Oh, was it Ichthor's voice, or was it a voice that we heard maybe earlier uh, of uh, sound more Loblo-esque? You're pretty sure it was Ichthor's voice. Okay. I cursed you, or I curse you? I curse you. Okay. Mm. Um, Uh, Thanks, Graham. Uh, at the same time as this happens, there's a thunderous boom from upstairs, and you can't tell if that's just a dramatically appropriate sound effect or. <laughs> but it appears that you've slain the demon, Bagsy badly. Jeffrey's on the floor, looking well. How do you look, Jeffrey? Um. Well, so the demon's uh, like, uh, what, like disintegrated and moved away, He's or disintegrated. do I still have a body on me? It's disintegrated into puffs of black mist. Oh, okay. In that case, I'm just I'm I'm laying back. I've just got wide eyes completely, and I've still got my hand on the dagger, um, and I'm just like shaking a little bit, and look up to to Bagsy and say, "Wow, <laughs> Bagsy, badly." Yes. Oh, um, so I go over to help Jeffrey up, uh, and I extend my hand, and I'll use my lay on hands to heal him that one point that he lost. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, and and then I whisper to him, "That still doesn't count as your first time." <laughs> I look away sheepishly, but I don't say anything. I'm not even going to. Uh, I do say anything, something actually. I'm not going to uh, even, you know, even respond to that. It's clearly not my first time. Um, I think we should continue upwards. Right, we're going to um, find a cow, right? Yeah. Um, obviously, that goes into the cat room that we don't know about yet. But um, what can I see? Is there is there like a convenient ladder? Well, there's a very obvious trapdoor that you helped Reverend Hatchet through mere moments oh, yeah. ago, as you may recall. <laughs> I do, yes. Uh, it's um, easy enough to climb up there. Um, so I'll give Jeffrey a boost up first and then I'll climb in afterwards. Uh, you give each other, well, you give Jeffrey a boost up, and you climb up after and you both find yourselves in an extremely cluttered room. Wooden chests, metal boxes, tables, bookshelves, benches, chairs, all strewn across the floor, along with a strange collection of eclectic objects. Uh, A compass, uh, a jug of milk, uh, the same solid gold coin as earlier, just lying on the floor by Trim's feet. But you also see Trim Toscobble covered in a horrendous match of scratch marks. But also, she kind of looks a bit like, um, have you ever done one of those video game things where they put the texture on the wrong kind of shape? 
It's like if somebody took the texture for a cat and put it on a person. So it's it's a bit like the movie Cats, honestly. It's a bit like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's there's a sense of revulsion that is in just inherent to seeing that. But you also see uh, Reverend Hatchet, who is looking quite smug, standing in front <laughs> of a wall that appears to be covered in a, a, a slightly hairy pate. Um, this this room has lots of things that I could put in my mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you say this out loud? Because <laughs> if you do, I'm just going to walk over to the compass and pick the compass up because I'd like the compass before she does that. Yeah. If you are including the uh, cat paste in things you would put in your mouth, I will make a note that it is horse cat paste. Yes. Just FYI. Uh, so Jeffrey, you pick up the compass uh, and it, it it kind of like spins around for a moment and uh, it points off to your, to your right. Oh, okay, but it wasn't pointing before I picked it up. Uh, well, it it was, but you you, can't, you unless you picked it up without like rotating it at all. Oh, okay, cool. That's, like with yeah, it was just yeah. like with perfectly level, perfectly steady hands. Uh, standard, obviously. But uh, I was just trying to make sure that it wasn't like activated and it wasn't pointing towards something that, you know, wasn't like True North, for example. Uh, well, it, I mean, do you know where True North is? No. Then how would you? No, I, I know I wouldn't know. But if it was pointing in well, now you do because you I have a compass. Up, that's that's very true. Yeah, now I do. Yay. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so you're. Where, where, Jeffrey's picked up a compass. I've Anybody else? Compass. <laughs> Just I'm, standing here awkwardly staring at each other. I'm going to drink that milk. You're going to drink it? I'm going to drink that milk. I'm just going to, while she's doing that, I'm going to point towards north and just uh, just let everybody know that that's north. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks north. a lot. Bagsy. Thanks, that's, Jeffrey. That's where north is. The milk is too cold to drink. Oh. oh. Oh, oh on the teeth. Oh, yeah. oh sorry. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's a bit painful. Yeah, it, it's not nice. Oh. It's, it's a bit, Sounds it's, painful. Jeffrey, do you want a drink? Just, no, I'm all right, folks. <laughs> do you know North's, North's over there? I don't think that it's North. Oh, it is. It is. I've got a compass. I'm, I'm going to undo my uh, disguised self uh, because I'm quite creeped out by my own hands. I'm having one of those moments where you're like, my hands, and I'm just going to change and um, be back to me. Maybe in a pop. Oh, nice. Yeah. Mm. Suddenly, Trim returns to her normal self, which is, I guess, arguably less creepy. Hello, it's me, in case you were wondering. <laughs> oh, God, you look oh, awful. You look like you've been really beaten up. Yeah, there's been attacked by some cats. Um, oh, I'm, I'm not doing cat, so great. Cats did this to you. Cats. They were horse, horse cats. cats. Horse oh. Big, big horse cats. Whole room full of horse cats. It was it was horrific. But the cow is up there in the um, trapdoor just above us, and it pushed me in here. That cow is a bit of a. I'm not. I'm going to say it. A bit of a twit. Ooh. Wow. Calm down, Trim. Um, Trim, would you would you like some healing? Because I would love. Look, I didn't want to ask, but I would like, love some healing. You look like garbage. Yeah, we've I've, both I've, been in the yeah. wars, Trim. You know, back <laughs> really? just healed me before I came up here. But yeah, oh, it's gosh. been. Phew, I killed a demon down um, there. Oh, 
Yeah. You must have taken loads of like loads of horrible wounds. Yeah. Well, I've got this dagger, this cool little dagger now. I will um, give poor old Trim twenty nine hit points. Yay! Oh. Hey, you're now up to fifty nine hit points, Trim. Uh, I have a question. Um, the cup of tea was that spilt by the the thunder waves or? Strangely, no. Huh. What a great thing. Curious. I'm, I'm going to go and investigate this cup because I, I like a, I like a cuppa. Uh, unfortunately, it's too hot to drink. Oh. Hang on, on a minute. Second. Hang on. <laughs> what if what we... <laughs> Goldilocks can situation. I, can you put a, put a little image? The cold milk all, in the all, hot All tea. I've got is a compass and a knife. I can't. I can't put either of those in there. Who's got the... Sorry, who, who had the... Bags has got milk. Bags has got cold, you... cold milk. Um, I put a, just a splish into yeah, just a, just tea. A, a just spot. a bit. Not, yeah, not over, too much? Overdo not it. too much. Oh, yeah. We're not monsters. How about... How, how's it now? You raise the teacup to your lips, noting as you do how delicate and dainty and lovely it is. Aww. Aww, what a you nice... take a sip from the tea that was cursed to be always too hot to drink that you've put a splash of milk that was cursed to be always too cold to drink to put in what does it taste like can you stand its temperature whether it is too high or too low is the rest of today's episode just going to be fiddling with mildly cursed objects (laughs) all these questions and more answered after the break in tales of adventure You've been listening to the Tales of Adventure podcast. The Dungeon Master was played by Steve Clements. Bagsy Badley by Alice Taylor Matthews. Reverend Hatchet by Tom Bridges. Trim Toscobble by Cat Murphy. And Jeffrey Banjo by Steve Brown. Follow us on Twitter at at Tales underscore Adventure. On Facebook at Official TOA Show. And join us in the audience with tickets from improvtheatre.co.uk. See you next time for some more Tales of Adventure!